You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast presented by DeSerto.com and in conjunction with Fortnite Intel and FortniteInsider.com. All of our friends, tons of great places to get all the latest Fortnite news, so make sure you're going there and checking it all out. Once again, crazy week in Fortnite. Lots of awesome stuff happening. And of course, I have the man here with me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's up, buddy? Doing good, man. Had a great weekend. Uh, Fall Skirmish Week 1, updates. Like This has been a, it's been a great week of Fortnite and man just happy to be a part of this all over again (laughs) oh yeah for sure well if you guys are watching and if you if you're if you're listening with your ears and you would like to see a man that looks just like what we would say jesus looked like we have the man himself the winner of week one vape jesus here with us what's up buddy Yo, what's up guys thank you for having me i'm super excited yeah man we are super excited to have you here uh, guys, as always, if you want to see this, it is going to be available on Monster DeFace's YouTube channel, so make sure you go there, you watch it. If you are watching there, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for all the support. We really appreciate it each week. Uh, and if you're going to TwitchCon, don't forget, join Monster's Discord. Tell us you're going to TwitchCon. We want to meet everybody and say hello uh, and see your beautiful faces. And also, if you are listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Dash Radio, Player FM, wherever you are making us the number one Fortnite podcast, in the world thank you so much for that and we are also available now on stitcher so if you guys want to go there if you got stitcher in your car thank you so much make us number one there as well leave the reviews and we really appreciate it well without further ado as i said we have the vape jesus here with us from new york city 22 years old he is the summer scammers finalist at pax if you guys didn't know that He, he made that journey went all the way from new york to pax guys that's across the country going after his dream of being a pro Fortnite player and accomplishing that every step of the way and then being winner one of the fall skirmish. Our friend, Mr. Vape Jesus. What's going on, buddy? So happy to have you here, bro. All right, thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, it's all right. It feels incredible. I, I... cried the moment it happened we were just like mm-hmm. waiting for the announcement it was really funny because we had this two the, the two minute delay right right so when uh i i went back and watched the stream again to like my reaction the chat is spamming for two minutes yo you would you would and i'm sitting there like <laughs> i don't know like let's wait for the yeah. shot <laughs> right right so it was uh watching my reaction live after that it was, it was i could tell my own excitement but i was mostly like thinking about Kind of my mom, like, during the whole thing, really. Because, like, literally, my mom was the person that got me here. Like, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like, she supported me the whole way. She doesn't even really, like, speak English or, like, understand really gaming or anything. She doesn't really get what I do still. Like, <laughs> so she just knows that it makes me happy and that, like, I'm actually doing something now. So if it wasn't for her, I literally wouldn't be here. It's, right. It, so the moment, the moment I won, I called her, like, for the stream, and, like... I, I don't know. I bawled my eyes. I had to end like the stream after dude. Cause I can't. I don't like crying on stream. I don't want to cry in front of the boys, man. But yeah, they wanted me to do it. Yeah, it's a lot of emotion, man. I mean, this ride yeah. to being a Fortnite pro has been a journey for everybody that's been involved. Whether no matter what team you're on, you know, Epic's still figuring out this scene, and players are still figuring out where they belong in the scene. And winning sixty-seven thousand dollars 
is a life changing experience, obviously. And yeah. I want to I want to talk about this journey to where you got. Obviously, you know, you 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 were a, a pro player for a team. Then you're not a pro player for a team. You're a free agent, as I first mentioned. And you, you've been in competitive gaming along the way. Walk us through that journey of, of joining a team, not being on a team, and, and your competitive past up to this point. Well, so I was really mostly a MMO player before. Like, I, I played a lot of War of the Warcraft, like, over 10 years. That was That's my thing. I haven't played Battle for Azeroth just because I know it's going to get me stuck yeah, on yeah, the yeah, game again. Gonna... I, like, can't do it to me. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the hook right after. So... Um, after that, like I was introduced into um into CS:GO, which is really where I started. I never got professional in CS:GO. I went um I got like LEM highest, and then from there I went into Overwatch, which was the one that I was trying to take serious to go professional. But at the time I was working, and when I made it like close to top 500, I wasn't able to like take the time off of work to commit it into the game. So I basically had to quit the game because I can't like give up my income. So I, you know. That was really disappointing because like, I really thought I could at least like I could probably make it to the Overwatch League. But when Fortnite came out, I just put all my time into Fortnite. Like the moment Fortnite came out, a week in, I saw Myth playing. That's really how I started playing the game, too. I saw Myth stream before he blew up, man. Like I was what about what are the like 80 people that were watching him at the time? Dude, it was it, it was crazy because like he, he's a really good player, man. So watching, I'm like, bro. I could like I could I could get I could train a little bit maybe I could play with Myth one day dude and like it, one that happened he invited me he's a really cool dude but two it's just like getting to a point where like you looked up to somebody like like him because he was in TSM right and and getting to this point now it's just uh, I don't know I guess being next to somebody like that the people somebody you looked up to feels good right yeah right so you made it as I mentioned you made it out to PAX. We got to meet there. I got I got to meet the vape Jesus in person at PAX. Hang out with nice you a little bit. Do yeah. a little interview with you. And you 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 were super excited. When I met you the first time, you ran out of the room. You were like, yeah, yeah. You were so pumped up. You you got you guaranteed 5K in the final. And it was because you had you overcome this adversity of having to change your key binds and never practice with them right prior to the event. So like Tell us, tell us about that. Okay, so during the event, we were we were set to use a, a Logitech mouse, which is a really good mouse. I still use it now, and uh, the Logitech keyboard. So the keyboard didn't matter to me that much, but the mouse situation um, happened to me at Vegas as well because we were set to use a different mouse. Um, I used the mouse called the Corsair Scimitar, which has twelve buttons on the side. This comes from me being a that's wild a, player. Yeah, yeah, that's like, the MMO mouse. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I got, like, I got my know. Naga right here, bro. You know, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to be the one before this, or that I, before yeah. the Corsair one that I used. So, like, I used to build the seven, eight, nine, and one, two, three, four for my weapons, and like, building is literally the game right so like having your binds and knowing your binds and when to build and like your your muscle memory when you get shot that you instantly build a wall turn around and build a box or something like that's something that you learn with like months of practice like i had like a year with the same mouse that i never changed and i only changed it for the vegas event and then went right back to the mouse um that was really my mistake if i had changed then i wouldn't be in the situation when we went to pax but uh going into pax i had to change all of my building to my <laughs> keyboard and learn it with my left hand, so build with a different hand completely, oh. and uh, change one of my weapon binds to my keyboard as well. So 
it was it was rough. I didn't. I honestly didn't think I was gonna be able to uh, qualify, but that was literally my goal. It's like if I qualify, I I I made, I'm proud of myself. I yeah. made something. It worked out. Um, and I actually did really. I, I did more than qualify. I got for in the day the day heat qualifiers, I got eighth place overall. And on the night heat qualifier, which was more games, so it was four games. I got third place overall with uh, like this disadvantage. I didn't perform well in the finals, but that was like I expected that because that was all the players that went through the finals there right. on the previous days. They're the great yeah. players. Everybody that performed was like, but just that played, was just like, getting to that top hundred of nine hundred people. Is yeah. is why you're excited, and that was an accomplishment for sure. So, so I'm curious were you were you dependent more on your gunplay, your positioning? I was dependent more on positioning, man. Like I, positioning I can't play any lucky. I did. I, there's the one little strat. I'm gonna leak it, man. I'm gonna leak it because it's fun. <laughs> so I landed lucky, right? I landed lucky landing, and I would go to the um, I would land close to the rift in the little temple. And I yep. would put it up. I won, but I would literally uh, land at the at the temple, pick up some guns, pick up enough uh, mats to build a one by one, like three high with a roof. And I would put it on the rift, and I would run away. I would I would edit it out and like edit edit it so it looks like somebody was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nobody would challenge that rift. I had people just run around the rift, take the rifts around it. Nobody <laughs> ever challenged the rift. I did it four games in a row of just running out, gathering mats, and coming back to my rift, and nobody would challenge it. One time, somebody C4'd me and just jumped in the river. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, all right, then we're going in. Yeah. But yeah. It, was a, it was a great strategy. It was super simple. Cause like People were so scared to engage. Everybody wanted to like get to late game that nobody would risk fighting for a rift there. So That was, was my just, mistake when I played in it. I just went in. I was like, I'm, I'm dropping none deep. I'm going to try to get some kills. <laughs> That's it. And that was my mistake completely. I got taken out quick. But... Uh, talk about monster. You, you know, the struggles we've talked about this, about key bindings and controllers. Like, and I know we've talked about like people switching from controller to mouse and keyboard, but being a mouse and keyboard player already, and then having to be in that position that Fave Jesus was in, like, how does that mess with your mind? Yeah. Like the Fave Jesus touched on it early on. Muscle memory is everything. Um, even like, if you find yourself like a new, like when, when the whole like shift, became like n- like non really existent anymore no need for it people were changing their keybinds and it, it's that crazy like some people couldn't adjust to it just because change your keybinds is really hard to rewire your brain it takes like months or, or more so like how many hours can you put in because if you can't put in the hours is going to take it doesn't matter how many days you're trying to do it you got to be so consistent so like for him to go in and on the fly have to make those adjustments that's why i asked him important like you know i really want to know was it gunplay you were relying on it obviously wasn't building right positioning so it was it was that time (laughs) in that position and that just shows how he can excel in certain uh areas man because you you place really well like you said that you're going against like the sweatiest of the sweaty the most hungry players out there so to do it without needing to rely on building and playing as you know your smartest game that's that's crazy I appreciate it, Monster. I mean, coming from a great player like yourself, it's nice to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so you you went to PAX. You, you had a lot of experience, learning experience there. You even mentioned you you kept the same mouse. You got the keyboard. So now you're set up as they look forward. Hopefully, they don't change it up on us. Right? They keep yeah. it the same uh, moving forward. And I think they will. Uh, their partnership probably with Logitech that they have on this on this pro scene is going to be pretty cool. And the, and the gear, I mean, that mouse pad, by the way, I don't know if anybody's told you this monster, oh. but they had this mouse pad that I wanted to take home. Like 
I thought about it many I mean, times about pulling it out, rolling it up, putting it in my pocket. Dude, this thing was, <laughs> was huge. It, was it Fortnite one or yeah, it's a it was a Fortnite Goliath mouse pad. Okay, and it mm. had the it was like the ninety nine check marks. You know what I mean? And yeah. it said it was just dope, bro. It was dope. Like, I need one of those because I own I own like I own a large one, right? Yeah, yeah. But like I have two of them instead yeah. of one big one. Like uh, so I have two. Is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, made, I made a big male side. Oh, I got one sideways and one down. <laughs> no, it was dope. But you 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 go from packs, Vape Jesus. Hit. What what did you take from there? What did you learn there that you said, okay, I'm gonna go build on this now? And then you also took that into the fall skirmish week one. So there's a huge thing about the the packs event and the skirmish that's completely different from scrims. Like, uh, for example, I took I took the time to just like practice killing, I mean fighting in scrims to like get get a little better with my binds before the event. But in in the packs event and in the in the skirmishes, there's way more people alive at the end game. Way yeah. more people because there's less people trying to take fights, trying to take um, trying to take uh, like just risk. Like any risk is not worth taking unless you're guaranteed a kill um or a point right so since w- with the point system people usually try to stay up for late game and if they don't see that they if they don't get any kills early game they're going for placement if they get kills early game they're going to go for the kill count or if they get position if they have mats so um what i would say is like in the events in any event i i, I foresee for the future there's always going to be way more people in the end game than you're used to this is going to be way more situations where you could get shot from uh, like literally the box next to you so you just need to like either always stay at the high ground or just like kind of corner yourself a little away from all the gunfire and like try to just like get the peak shot to get the third party to like get easy kills if you haven't gotten any kills early game right but landing is a, a huge thing too because you claim your landing like this is what happens in events you you go somewhere first game is claiming landing so you go there and you see who contests you. If somebody contests you, whoever wins that contest is not is going to stay in that landing. And whoever loses, it's not smart for them to go back. Right. Because they'll just yep. lose another 50-50. There's another game lost. So um, landing is huge. Positioning for late game is huge, considering there's going to be like 20 extra people that you're not used to. That's 20 extra shots that can be coming your <laughs> way. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just my positioning, my placement, and st- uh, claim your landings. Claim your landings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, kind of funny about like claiming landings. Uh, this week I got to play too, so yeah. our landing was Paradise, and uh, one of the C nine squads were in Paradise too. It was crazy because we would literally three games in a row beat the C nine squad, but immediately afterwards, Reverse Two K and his teammate were doing the bridge outside of Paradise. They yeah. would clean us up, so it was like, yeah, we know we can win the early game, but we can't beat Reverse afterwards because we're not ready to <laughs> bounce back. Party. Yeah, yeah so like, that's when you're supposed to message him and be like, "Reverse, we interviewed you. Leave me alone." <laughs> I'm like, "Revenge is coming," and it was like, yeah, yeah, we're going back and forth. But like, I'm trying to talk to my teammate. Like, how can we play this to where, like, because the C9 team was just they were so like, "No, we're gonna fight him again." I'm like, "Guys, not fighting us. No, Reverse is coming right after." It's like, stop it already. Like, be smart, right? But you know, they they didn't want to give up, so we we're like, "Whatever, dude. we yeah, just kept keep going." It. Yeah. yeah, like so, like, but like claiming land, and once you once you win that first fight, it's the confidence boost. It's like we could do this again, and they just yeah. they kept, you know what I mean? They kept getting those picks off of us, and yeah. um, yeah, claiming land and then competitive games so different from scrims because people don't take it into account. It's actually one hundred players. It's not like scrims. Scrims you get forty, sixty, you got some breathing room. No, no, no. In the real comp situation, 
everybody's a, a big problem. So um, you have you you won. You got twelve points. First off, let's talk a little bit about this with the with the results. Obviously, winning money, which is super freaking dope and exciting. Uh, I I don't know what you're gonna do with that money, but hopefully, it's just the beginning of your winnings for you. Um, and, and I, you know, you, you mentioned this about your mom, that, that it was real emotional for you and your mom, you won five grand. First off, what did she say when you told her you won five grand at PAX? Okay. So she, she was happy. Like, cause she, she doesn't, she didn't understand. Like I could have explained to her like the bouncer, but she was just happy that I won money. Like in general, that I just yeah, played. Like it worked out. Yeah. That it worked out that I got something out of it. Cause she knew that I was kind of like, uh, like just really really upset about going to the event and like maybe not getting it like i was kind of like doubting myself like i don't yeah. know if i was gonna make it or not paying so, all like, that money to fly from new york to seattle yeah, it is not a seattle. cheap flight guys <laughs> in case anybody knows but it, oh but it was so like so we had a week beforehand too so we knew about the event so everything was like bought so everything was extra expensive you yeah know? yeah it, yeah it was uh it, it was uh it, she she she's about she she cried a little bit you know she she got <laughs> like it's the same thing this time like she was super nice on the phone when i when i called her and told her about the whole uh when we won the sixty seven thousand. like she she got really excited she was trying to be super nice she didn't know she was on stream so when i told her she like tried to be nice to stream too <laughs> uh, Where, it, where's your where's your mom live at where's she live at she, i live with my mom currently okay, so okay. uh that's why i, I kind of want to stay in new york because now that i I'm doing this and I, I'm actually like winning money. I can get back to her like by staying here bring and like helping out with the rent. Yeah, basically bring right. out the Help out mama. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a room here, man. I, I, I like my mom. My mom is my everything, bro. I really don't mind staying with my mom. And it's like helping paying the rent, like paying bills, whatever, like buying food. So it, it really doesn't help, hurt me. Every, everybody's so. mama, bro. Everybody's mama. Yeah. You know, like for real, everybody's mama. Speaking about mama, interesting enough, mine's drove down from New York and surprised me this weekend. Oh, hey. Literally, all right. He called me on my phone. And I was like, "What's up, dude?" And it was my mom, and I was like, "Oh, oh man, popped up on your boy." So. Look at, look at awesome, that, dude. Awesome, man. That's <laughs> cool. Big monster, man. So, oh, that's right. what do you what 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 do you what team are you on that you got twelve points for? First off, because this is this is a whole thing. Oh. I need y'all's help and understanding oh. on. Okay, right we, here. We, we know. Right here. All right, so. The, the crazy thing when they released all this information after we did our last show was that there's five teams. There's the Fortnites, there's Lucky Llamas, Dusty Dogs, Rift Raiders, and Bush Bandits, okay? And all the pros that got invited to this event, I guess, and, and maybe even some that didn't make it to this week, also got put on teams, right? From my understanding. So, yep. number one, do, you know, do y'all know how many people are on each team? There's at least, I think, 50-plus players on each team. On each yeah. team. So- Holy cow. There's basically hundreds of people in the skirmish. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I like I like what they did with this stuff. So yeah, the, I personally the, obviously being on part of a team is gonna get you somewhere. It's gonna be one of the end goals, right? We'll probably find out more when we all get to TwitchCon, just like we found out when we got to PAX. Mm-hmm. So you what team are you on, Vape Jesus? What team did you make it on, Monster? What team should we, we all be rooting for right now? Well, they know they gotta be rooting for me and Monster on the Riff Raiders. That's right. Okay. That's right. We're both we're both on Riff Raiders. All right. so. Oh, wow. So so he won points for your team this week. So it's kind of that's a win right. for you too. So how pumped that's were you right. as a as a teammate? How pumped were you guys? And what was the what was the chat like in the pro discord? 
That's what I was gonna say. I wish we could share the Riff Raider like oh. uh, private Discord because everybody was like, "Let's go!" You know, we were talking up <laughs> each other. It was really awesome because out of the five teams, this is week one for NA. Like basically, Vape Jesus literally was holding up the Riff Raiders. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about like the whole club system. Because at first I was like, oh man, like how are they going to limit everybody? You know, like maybe some teams look more stacked than others. Right. But then like at the end of the day, everybody's that good. And then you see like Vape just come out like, yeah, we're freighters. We in here. Oh, right. So man. like it felt good for us as a team. Yeah. So it was pretty- for sure. Uh, what about, what about for you, Vape? Like winning on the team. How did, how did that come into your mind after things started to finally oh. settle down? Like you won the money. Oh wait, now I also got it for my team. Like, how was that? So uh, obviously, I was super excited for getting the portion of the team too, because I, I was watching the EU, uh, the EU games. The EU guys did great, but like sadly, mm-hmm. we didn't get any points. But just being able, we we had zero points at the end of that. So being able to bring home points in the first week is like super important, and we got a first place point, so we got three hundred. Like yeah. we're 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 pretty good right now. I'm pretty sure we can take that that first place for the end. You know, I'm pretty excited. So hopefully, our team places with the highest points at the end of the, at the end of the six weeks. That, that's what I'm going for. I'm trying to get all the boys, uh, some nice cash. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Do you know, do you monster, do you know who's in first right now? Do you know the rankings of the teams? Uh, I think it's the dusty dogs and they're leading with like double. So they actually have, I think it was 675 points. And that's Ooh. because if you place top 10, that's how your point system is earned for, for the competitive qualifier. Right. The, um, the other one, like the goals throughout the weeks, a little or smaller competitions are other ways to bring points to the team. But like these big chunky points come from the competitions. So I think it was the Dusty Dogs played really well on the EU and like in the NA side. So they got crazy points. Yeah, that, it's gonna, if it wasn't for bait. Like we'd be like, <laughs> well, like good, he, he heavy. Good, good thing you got vape right in this week. Vape, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the of the fall season? What is one of the most you know? What 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 is what what is it that you're looking forward to? Is it this team concept? You know that you guys are going to go into each week. Is it week two that just playing at another level, getting that chance to play again? What what are you looking forward to in the uh, in the fall? Honestly. uh, it's kind of like because PAX was such a great experience meeting everybody. I really just want I want TwitchCon to get here because I want everybody yeah, like all the me too, man. to get there and hang out. Man. Exactly, yeah. I get to meet DFAs in person now. Like it's uh, <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. Like the Fortnite community is so good, man. Like everybody was so friendly, everybody was so polite. Like there was no like no nobody being rude at the event. Everybody was congratulating each other. They didn't make it like yo, bro, you got this next day like in the qualifiers. Like it's so I want to see everybody there. I want to see. All the people that I, I didn't get to see at PAX, and I want to see all the faces that I did get to see at PAX. Just like everybody being cool with each other and meeting again. Yeah, that's so one that, thing I didn't t- I didn't tell you a lot about Monster was, you know, I'm outside of the group of all the pros, but I'm getting to talk to them all and see them all and hear them communicate with each other and tell me, oh, I didn't make it, but you know, so and so is telling me I got like the camaraderie in the community as a whole was really spectacular. There's something I talked to some of the guys from Epic about, like I think coming from all these different sports scenes that I've been a part of throughout the years and seeing the camaraderie around that it, the community they've built is amazing. It really is. And I'm with you, vape dude. I'm looking forward to TwitchCon. Like PAX was like the starter, you know, it was like the pre-party. Like this is about to be a party, bro. It's going to be <laughs> insane. I cannot wait to get there. Uh, I'm ready. Before we move on just from you, vape, is there any talks with any teams? Are you looking down the future? Get, is there any leaks you can give us? What 
What's going on, man? You got some <laughs> things in the works? You talking to people? What's what's happening? I can't I can't give no leaks. I am talking to some <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, you know. Uh so there are some opportunities coming in the future, you know. All right. Uh, I'm really excited yeah. about, you know. Now, nothing set in stone. I'll put that out there too, but uh yeah. but you got but you got some things working. There's definitely some interesting stuff there. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I I and for the record for any uh people, you know, that have interests or you know, listening on the, in the esports tip, this guy is a savage. He already, you know, early early on proved himself that he got picked up by a pro team, he represented, and now he's a free agent again, and as soon as he goes free, takes a first place like what better way than to slam your hand down, say free agent on this yep. scene, then to three and let the gameplay do the talking. You know what Yo, I mean? So you, that, that's what I gotta say to that. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm, ex- I'm, I appreciate it, I'm excited to see where where this this fall skirmish takes you. Uh and uh you know, hopefully big things to come. Well, without mm-hmm. further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our topics of the week. So with the fall skirmish came some drama, multiple areas, multiple places. You had some things happening with different teams, people doing different things that they normally don't do because, you know, they're tied up in the game. They're tied up in the emotion. Uh, And a lot of that happening. Why don't you lead us through, you know, kind of the overall thing that happened here. And, you know, for those that are listening, you can go. Go to Twitter. I'm sure you can find all the drama, all the juicy stuff there. Right. All the lists, all the little videos and clips. But, and, you know, we just kind of want to talk a little bit about overall what, what happened here. Monster, why don't you lead us through that a little bit? Yeah, you know, not not to like dawn or shout out any individual um, issue that happened with this event. I think the overall experience, unfortunately, like coming off the high of the summer skirmish, the fall skirmish week one was just a little bit of a letdown for most of the community. I think Reddit really showed, you know, that verbal kind of, you know, how expressive Reddit can be. Um, yeah, like the main and this is for epic games like you guys have to at the very least keep up your end of the bargain when it comes down to having delays on stream server performances ready and that kind of stuff because it really trickles down into the player base and we saw that just like riddled throughout the event um obviously being a player i could and game one feel the lag coming in and all that kind of good stuff so for everyone out there that listens in and and unfortunately didn't see their favorite content creators like put their best performance there was just a lot of um factors that were outside of our hands influencing the game and stuff like that so this one i wanted to throw up on the on the fall skirmish just so you know we're, we're not super sugar coating the entire event of course we're here to celebrate baby juice's success but of course i wanted to address the um you know the just the issues that we had in the skirmish as well so you think, touch, uh, like, touch upon as, that as, both, as you both are pro players you do you ever get tied up is it hard to sometimes keep yourself in check when it comes to like the emotion of what's happening? Right. As vape said, yeah. like for him, you know, he cried, right. He won so much money. That's an emotional thing, but also why you're in the game, there's a lot of emotions going on. Right. And, and you might, you might play yeah. games a certain way throughout the week where, you know, you don't really watch somebody else after you die. You don't, you know, stay in the game or maybe, you know, you do, you have a different action of, especially if you're a streamer, right. Cause you're like on to the next game. I'm, I'm playing, playing, playing. And some of these become habits. But as as a as a streamer and you're in this, what how do you how do you keep yourself calm and collected, right? How do you keep yourself I from can, getting on tilt? On yeah, go ahead. Uh, so like game one, I was top ten 
with the ultimate high ground of the game one of the skirmish. Imagine how I feel here. Mind you, I'm playing my heart out in game one, the laggiest server. I got the, like, you don't understand, guys. I had great mats. I was set up for victory. And you choked? And I'm, Wait, you choked? Wow, choked you're a scrub, bro. Choke. You're a scrub. You know what I mean? I been in so hard. I heard the riff pop, and it was symphony coming in from above. Oh. And I throw down my traps and stuff, but I'm banning so hard. And he just so happened at that time to not really have been affected the way I was. <clears throat> and I got, and I got just, you know, blown away when those could have been my points that set me up for, you know, the top 10 and that kind of stuff. So like keeping your cool, like I, I as much as I just wanted to like, just how, how can I make <laughs> this? I'm just like, man, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta deal with it. They said it counts. You move on to the next one. You can't let it like beat you down, but man, it does affect you. It does affect you because after that, I felt like we, I, you know, cause a lot of this comes down to luck too. Right. I was like, all the cards fell in place for me. And then they didn't at the same time. Right. So like, I felt like my one opportunity when I was sitting in it, like I got struck with the, I got struck with the hammer that, you know, just, it then didn't go my way. So the Fortnite gods were not shining on you, my friend. It's a lot of mental fortitude. It takes to be a competitive player. In my opinion, you can't let something beat you down because it will just topple the rest of your game, especially something like that, like happening early. So I'm sure a lot of people probably thrown off their game. Um, and then for it to like count, like, you know, people get affected by that kind of stuff. Vape, what about for you? Like, does it ever happen where someone else's actions change your emotion? Right. Uh, and and so, how do you keep that in check? So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, being a streamer as well, like, you, I'm sure Monster gets this as well. It's like, they're, they're, you sometimes, most of the stuff doesn't get to you. But, like, if you're feeling down that day, for example, and you get, like, a little negativity in your chat, like, that, that, that sticks to you. Like, it does yeah. break you down a little bit. Um, and tilt is, like, one thing that you do have to work a lot as a pro player. Like, like a Monster said, if one game goes bad, you got to be able to, like, mentally be able to, like, just reset and, like, not think about that game and just go through and, like, try to get – try to make the best out of the next games that you have. Um, I actually – this is a little leak, but it's not, like – it's not, like, huge. Uh, I actually had a moment of, like, going – I, like, yelled at the, at the PAX event. Uh, during the, uh, uh, or I, I, uh, like it was during the gravity thing where we're flying. Yeah. And, like I, I wasn't expecting it. And, uh, when I, when I flew, I got killed in the sky and I like screamed like louder, louder than the Nick Merck scream. It was, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it was a screech dude. And I, I like, after that, I realized how much it got to me. And like, I, I, I had to apologize cause I felt so bad about it. Um, mm. I had to apologize to Epic staff, but it was, uh, like situations like that, like, that was a moment that actually I'm kind of glad happened then because that was a really my first land experience. Like I don't really, uh, I'll consider that my first, like a real land. Um, and seeing that emotion come out and seeing how the game could affect me. Like I just, I had to mentally prepare myself for this week and be like, all right, if a game happens that something like that or anything related happens, like you need to just not like react that way, not let it tilt you that much. Cause after that game, I was tilted. That was game four. Yeah. And like I was already, I had gotten no points already. I was already looking, I was already feeling down because like the keybind thing. So like that, like with so much money on the line, that's another thing. Like that, just like it puts you uh, in a new like level of tilt, right? Because right. you're like, bro, I could, I could have done it. It could have worked out, but uh, yeah, it's really just like controlling your emotions and just like making sure that you're not gonna let the little things affect you for the future of, of your games. If that's not your last game, don't let it get to you. Right. Right. No, I, I agree. And and with the different formats that we have during the weeks and all the things that are going on, it can be easy to be like, that was my point and I didn't get it. Right. And 
Um, you know, as a pro, man, you know, I, I think no matter what you're doing, whether you're playing pro sports or you're playing pro video games or whatever, keeping your mind in check is always something you got to be conscious of and, yeah. and, and trying yes. to, and trying to stay level headed. So, uh, if you're out there and you guys are trying to play in these scrims and trying to play in the pros or playing tournaments and websites, like make sure like one thing you're conscious of, and it will help you with your play is keeping, keeping a level head, keeping your mind in check and don't let other people's actions affect you. Uh, so that you can you can do the best you can do. Um, I feel like I feel like another small thing to throw on to that is like losing your partner early on too. Some people give up, like they they kind of throw the game after that. Yeah. Um, I've noticed it like from watching scrims from the outside in. You lose a partner early on, and people really give up hope. They'll just kind of toss the game away. But then you see like these like miracle stories of a single player winning games and turning games around. So you really got to fight to the end. Even losing a partner, there's always plays to make. Play to win if you're in it to win it. Uh, so that's just something else for my people out there doing the competitive stuff. I feel like it's something no one really addresses, but you, you got to play to win it and, and believe that you can make plays by yourself. Well, we had the, the format you got to dominate in this week was hold the throne. And, at, you know, we've talked about points on here multiple times and how they do it. A lot of talk at PAX was, I wish they would just award points for kills because some people were getting like eight kills and then, you know, they had the victory and they still weren't winning the matches. And it's, there was, there's a lot of that. Do you guys like this format of Hold the Throne where it's, you know, four to five kill place, you know, four to fifth place, you get a point. So it did, it did reward the place, but it also did reward kills. Monster, what's your feel on this? I don't like this format. Like personally, I would really love it if, and I saw this on Reddit, so this is inspired by someone's post on there. Sorry, I can't give you credit. But when it, when you get an elimination, if you die that round, those two eliminations carry to the next round. If you get two more, then you hit the four elim threshold, you get a point. So it should be cumulative across all games. So total elims equal a set amount of points. points. And if, I mean, if you drop eight elims in the first game, whatever, you get three points. If you draw eight more the next game, then you're on fire, right? You get three more points. But if you only get two, and we've seen like Tifu affected by this, especially during the PAX thing, like he was like three elims in and then just got killed by chat, got one clapped. short of a point. Yeah. And then like, it was like, he did nothing that whole game. Almost made top 10, almost got the four elims, no points. I felt like that was just wrong. The elims should carry over cumulative. So that way, if you get three this time, to next one, you hit a five point, uh, five elim threshold, get some extra points for that. That's how I kind of see it. So I'm not a fan of the get four in one round or bust, like, and, and that kind of stuff. For me, I, I don't like it. I don't know how Vape feels. Well, Vape well, uh, liked it enough yeah. this week. Well, I could, he might not <laughs> like it moving forward, but he liked it this week. I, yeah. I honestly, I, I like that. I like that. I, I like the format already, but I like that idea way better than when the, the monster just said. Like that, that does uh, change a lot. Like if you if you were able to like, the community ganks, that still allows you to hold the throne in one game. Like if you get the yeah. most kills and you just hold the throne, but like he said, it doesn't make it so you didn't do nothing one game if you only got three kills. That's that's actually really good. Yeah. Um, I thought the format was good because it was duos and like the amount of kills was pretty like higher than they usually were beforehand for the previous uh the previous uh quali- not qualifiers mm-hmm. but like skirmishes yeah, skirmishes yeah okay so it's it was nice um it it was hard because like there was one game for example that we kind of like rushed out to the storm like to get the the point kill because we we got we got such a bad start with no kits or no meds or nothing and we rushed two dudes in the storm and got killed them out there and uh 
that kind of thing kind of sucks because you're like, if it was the format that Monster said, you weren't you wouldn't be forced to do that because you would just know like I just get the kill next game and I'll be good. But in this format, you kind of like we were forced to ruin their game and like run out and fight in the storm because regardless of them winning or uh, if we didn't win, we lose a point. If they didn't win, we ruined the game. So like uh, having to being forced to do stuff like that and take those risks, I guess, kind of could ruin somebody's game. Right. And like get a little a little less fun, but. But when it's sixty-seven know, I get, grand, I mean, it's it's, it's fun anyways. Well, what yeah, do you remember, what do you guys yeah. think about how they're throwing like, in yeah. these 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 trials during the week? So for everybody that doesn't know, there's additional prize that's going to be happening during the week. I don't I don't know exactly what day this is going to be happening on. Do you guys know what day it is exactly yet? Have they announced that? Yeah, I think uh, they announced Tuesday is going to be the first day, and it's going to be squad goals. So, yeah. so you guys I'm not sure if they're going to have like a queue time or well, there is a queue time, but you're probably going to have to submit proof of your biggest game with your team within that period. Right. Yeah. So then, Tuesday is going to be don't queue up. Yeah. Don't play squads on Tuesday, boys. So for everybody that wants to know, players on the same club will assemble into squads to play matches on default squad playlist. So this means they are going to be playing on. The same realm as all of us, scrubs, regular players, wannabe pros, whatever you call yourself. Maybe you're an amateur pro. They're going to be playing only. So if you, want, if, if you really want to get some good practice in, this is probably a good thing for you to jump in. You know, try to, try to run some of these people's days, maybe. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Uh, but that's what they're going to be doing. They'll be squad up to play on the default playlist. The top squad with the highest amount of eliminations in a single match for each club will earn prizes and club points based on their performance. First place, 45 grand. So, you know, I mean, within a week, you never know. Our boy here could be winning over $100,000 in combined if he pulls this one off. Second place, 25. Third place, 15. And obviously, the, you get club points as well based on the winnings and so yep. forth. And so uh, how, how do you feel? I mean, it sounds pretty exciting. What is the record right now for total eliminations in a squad game? Is it? Is is the, I, I, I want, think PC is fifty four. Fifty four, but it might be fifty six. But it's up there. Like you gotta kill more than half a lot. So that's the world yeah. record. That's the real record for everybody that's out there. Uh, what do, what do you guys think? How many? What is the average amount? Or what do you think the top? Let's let's go with this. What do you think the top number is going to be this week? I think it's. I think people are breaking world records. I think the Rift Raiders are going to break the world record. If I'm being honest, uh, we have Tifu and Cloak, who are like I think the current title holders, basically. Yeah. And um, the Hundred Thieves team is also, you know, record holders as well. So I think they tied for 100 yeah, T and Phase are basically the two uh, teams to kind of look out. For. So it's it's going to be a war on on Tuesday. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That but is- I also feel like it's going to be a lot of like overlap because. Yeah, so, everyone's gonna be so here, here's my thinking on this. That record was made a couple months ago, I think, if I if I recall correctly. And then recently tied, like very recent by 100T. So I'm pretty sure. So my 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 thought process behind it is this: let people are getting better at this game. The generic guy, right? The yeah. average player is getting better thanks to you guys and your million <laughs> videos, and then watching people like Vape Jesus play. Us nubs are getting better at the game, right? By default. So I'm just curious if we're going to be able to actually hit that mark. I mean, Vape, what do you think? Are, are we going to be able to hit, see somebody drop 50, 54, 56 kills in a single match? 
I think like Monster said, these squads that like hold the record right now, like FaZe and, uh, and 100 Thieves, I think they're going to go super hard trying to break the I record. Really so. Imagine breaking the record during your record that's already like insane more than half the lobby during the skirmish. And now like, it's worth money, right? It wasn't just a real record. Now it's money. It comes with clout and it comes Every- with clout too. We're watching this. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think this week we're going to see some records broken. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really, I think so. And you say like the average player has gotten better, but in the same time, like you the saw pros the pros gotten better. Yeah. But I'm talking about the article of how many players are playing Fortnite. Yeah. There's more people in Fortnite now. What does that mean? There's still new players out there. Um. So I, I think like, yeah, we're at the peak of Fortnite right now. I wish that's I had that crazy. number. I saw that number this week. It was a crazy number. That like it was like 78 mil. 78. That's what like I thought that's it was. Yeah. 78 million in wow. August. Yeah. In August. Yep. In August. That's so, insane. The game's at like a, a, a high right now. Fortnite's sure. dying, monster. I'm sorry to tell you. It's, it's dying. <laughs> like, who it's, says that? <laughs> it's dying. 78 million people is definitely going away quickly. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, all the haters. Which you probably aren't listening to this podcast if you're a hater, but I'm just saying. Fortnite's dying. Uh, another cool update that they're coming out with, just in case you guys didn't hear it this week so we can cover all the news for you, is that they are increasing the audio. They have taken a back step. There's an audio update. They called it, Can You Hear Me Walking? Vape, you sound, you sound excited about this. Tell, tell me why you're so excited. Oh, my God, dude. It's so good. I, there's, there's been so many situations, like yesterday this happened to me, where I like there was a dude like one stair above me, and I, like, I heard, I'm like, all right, he's right above me. So I roofed up top, and I trapped around me, and he was literally a step around my, outside of the thing. Like I'm like, bro, the, the sound is a little messed up, because it's just like the above and the lower, like the below you, right? Yeah. Since they fixed the, um, since they made like walking animation or walking sounds different on, on different materials, it's changed the, the way the sound works completely. So I'm hoping that this change brings in what we need. So like a, a very definite like change in between yeah. floors, you know, in your ears. And distance so, too. Yeah, exactly. Distance too. <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, they, they've listened to the community. They clearly are. Every time they every time we, we have like huge concerns, they, they always address them quick. Um so I, I I'm pretty happy with like this is a big everything. this is definitely a big thing for them to to address. Yeah. And like you said, I mean Although the, you guys have been out crying for it, I think as a whole, the community's been out crying for it. And it, here, here's a message from it. It said, hey, folks, we've heard your feedback on audio and we have some updates. Tactical, uh, tactical audio cues are incredibly important to the core gameplay. And our goal is for you to be able to consistently rely on the audio information to survive. Here are some of the things. So the first thing that they're doing, and by the way, this is coming in season six. So it's just around the corner. Footsteps was the number one thing that they addressed. Then obviously you guys can go through here and read all this if you want to. And I'll put a link in the show notes, but then we have glider audio. And then during season six, they also have some additional info to come out about a system to add audio that tells you in air movement options, uh, discover and address causes that sounds that don't play at all right now. So tons of different things they're going to be doing. They, they continue on with a little, you know, note to the community, but I agree with you. I think it's, it's just, it's one of those things that makes uh, the you know the the game even more polished. Put some more you know puts puts uh, what do you call it? the quality of life improvements that really really yep. uh, help the game shine and get it to that next level that I think not only pros but even the common game uh, and the common player can enjoy. I'm excited for it because for me it's one of the most frustrating things. Like it's why I don't perform well in like places like Tilted and you know those like highly congested places. Like for me it frustrates me. I'll like I'll just be like, hey man, I'm not even gonna deal with this. I don't know, <laughs> he's gonna 
uh, third person me. Like, I'm like, yo, I ain't got time for this. I just dip out. So yeah. I can't wait to pinpoint players because it's going to make like the good players even better. Yeah. It really is. So I think this is something that the competitive scene needs because some people like laugh at the game off the fact that like, oh, you call it a comp game and you ain't got good sounds. Like, you know, like it's kind of one of those arguments that just like, by now come on dudes like, well you know, rainbow six has been out know. like two years longer than this game so and they're still going through audio changes so they're a pro game <laughs> and just for anybody that's wondering well, <laughs> well let's go ahead and jump into our last section our tips and tricks all right so we have the you know tip meister here with us as always monster d face but we have vape jesus here with us and i've been watching some of your streams and i've been watching your close encounter gameplay especially some of the things you like to do in and in, in pub matches that is just hilarious where you know you're like one thing i watched yesterday continually you were getting in people's faces by ga- grabbing the ra- grappler gun let them get above you and then you would grapple straight on top of them and just destroy them in their face and it was it was it was fun to watch you were using bouncers you were like trapping people with bouncer it was hilarious okay it was, i was having a great time watching you but let's talk a little about close encounters and this game continue the meta that we keep saying continually changes things keep happening guns keep getting vaulted left clicks hopefully not you know staying away for a little bit right as far as the, the drum gun goes at least and let's talk a little bit about close encounters. Tell us like a little bit about how you treat these now. Obviously, treating them different pub and, and pro games. But if a serious player, when you when you go towards uh, a close encounter like gunplay, and you're going to get up in someone's faces, what are some of the tips? Maybe some of the tricks, monster that that you want to start us off with here. Uh, for me, is if you're not starting the fight, don't uh, don't take a close encounter with anyone because if they're starting it, they're probably gonna dive on you with that double barrel. If you're starting it, you should be like initiating with that double barrel grappler play. So something to think about: if someone's diving on you, like get your distance up because best believe they are coming at you with the one-two KO. So yeah, just like uh, something me. Just, yeah, yeah, that, the, <laughs> just position man tips tips to win in close encounters. Don't close encounter anybody. <laughs> that double barrel will get you. So, to think about. What about you? Honestly, another scary thing is like when when you're if you're like he said if you're not starting the fight and you're low and like you try to even if you get some pod shots on it if you're low and you try to grapple up you can get punished so hard like you have to make sure that you had a decent health so somebody can't pump or heavy you out of the sky because like it takes a second for you to whip out the shotgun while you're grappling mm-hmm. so. That second, what he knows, because he sees the grapple on your hand, like he's probably third person looking uh, under, like or down a little bit. Um, if he's gonna, if you're gonna grapple with like eighty health, dude, you're probably gonna get shot up this guy. Like the the smart play would just be to like peek over and like if you know, if I know you have no shield, I'm just gonna peek over and shock on you, and you're dead. Um, there's a lot of uh, situations where the grappler is insane, like to get high ground late game, um, to just escape from uh from fall damage like if you time it right you jump off a building as long as you're grappling up it, it cancels the fall damage so you can just like stay up uh you can reset yourself um mm-hmm. it's uh it's a lot of a lot of scary stuff but like the the double barrel is the most scary thing like that is the <laughs> thing like if i hear it bro if i'm fighting somebody and i pushed him and i know he has like three health bro like i i lit him and he's in a box and I hear the clink, I'm leaving. I'm literally just like, <laughs> he won that match. I don't have one. I'm not fighting that. That's not smart. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, you, the gun is insane. Do you guys right think now. that that double barrel is overpowered or you think it's in a good place right now? It's uh, it's broken. It, it's too good. 
the thing I is think... that for late, oh, game, yeah, yeah. for late game scrims, it's like it's the gun that you have to have. Like everybody will drop uh, every gun for a double barrel at, at late game. It's just because every encounter is uh, in a box. Like everybody's close, really close together. One double barrel shot. You can you can kill a, a dual team with two double barrel shots if you get them right. You know, like yeah. it's 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 ridiculous, honestly. Um, so strong, in my opinion. What do you think, Monster? I think it's like I think it's in such a weird. It's in a delicate place. If you change it, it's terrible. Like you can't do. <laughs> you can't add delay to it. You can't make it less range. You can't. You know, like it, what can you do? It's just it's so delicate that I would rather it stay where it's at. Is that's how it should be? It should be that it fills such a perfect role that hey man, I, I it's just too delicate. Yeah, I can't yeah, say, I, I can't that. say change it. I can't say take it out because I I really think that it fits such a perfect role that it needs to be there. And this goes like weeks back. Remember we had Vivid here. We literally talked about it. And it's crazy how back then, same thing I said, give it some time. People are going to figure out when it's perfect. Yeah. Now oh, that it's yeah, the surface, everyone's like, ah, take it out. But when it was here, <laughs> oh, it's garbage. So I'm like, no, it's not. Wait till, right. wait till you learn how to use yeah. it. Now it's in that delicate spot. I say leave it. I, I say leave it. I hadn't thought about that. So you're right, though. You're right. People thought it was like. They thought it was the worst bad. gun, right? Oh, it's supposed to be double. Uh, Please yeah. double pump. Uh, what is it? So like double now pistols. Like, look how double crazy. pistols have made its way into the meta almost. Like, oh, every dude. pro game I watch, it's. You gotta have right. You gotta ha- you gotta have the double barrel shotgun, and you gotta have dual pistols. Like those two late I'm game is just those. ridiculous. Those are like wall breakers. So like I think like in the double barrel is crazy. It's just so delicate because it's it fills such a special role. And because of that, I think it should stay there. I don't think everything that is like strong should be taken out. If yeah. it fills such a like unique role, it, like let it be that. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see the grappler. Unless it's C4. Like C4 I, I can't right. wait to see the grappler, yeah, man. You know what I thought about? You remember C4 beforehand when uh, you used to throw it and like there was a long delay before you throwing another one and like the yeah. trigger delay too? If they brought that back with how strong C4s are now, I think that'd be fine because they were really like weak back then. They were like less than grenade damage, like uh, right. the radius and stuff. So now with the radius and everything, if they brought that delay back, I think it'd just be fair. Like, it'll or just like, feel better. Yeah, it'll yeah. feel better at least because somebody can't like triple C4 you and blow it up before it hits the ground and like it just yeah. at the moment they all touch. That's why I was thinking more like take away the DPS because yeah. like just make it do like 40 or 30, but let okay. it just be the destructive thing that C4 is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's another like item that I can't put my finger on, but I know I dislike it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely unfair. Well, uh, the what about, do you guys think the grappler should be nerfed right now? I mean, a lot of people yeah. saying it should be. I want, but I see yeah. this is what I really yeah. want to see it continue to get some play in the pro hands because I think it's fun to have the pro yeah. plays right and have it have it in the pro hands. So that yeah. I mean, it for is a me, fun item. so um, I, I thought that like fifteen shots is too much. I'm pretty sure like Epic always, uh, it, at least for me, that this is the way it looks like. The Epic always introduces items and like puts them. Either they the spawn rate a little above, or like they the they use a little above normal to like let people use it and like get to experience the item for a little bit, and then they change them. So I'm really hoping for the grappler change to come to like lower that to at least half eight or seven of what what the grappler right. actually is, because right. it's f- like 15 shots at like resetting and repositioning 
and like getting an easy pick on somebody, a third party, easy third party. Like it's it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's too so, many shots. Like my, my thing with the grapple is it's not the 15 shots. It's the no cooldown. Like that you could just bam, bam, bam and zip around. You could like dive in, realize you made a mistake, dive out. Like there's no risk to using it. I like the fact that it can't be refilled. So it's like kind of what you yeah. pick up is what you get. But at the same time, the problem is the cooldown. I think it just needs a cooldown. Keep the 15 shots. Maybe it, maybe like allow it to do like two back-to-back -back fires before it has to like chill a little bit. But yeah, it, it definitely needs a little bit of a balance because I, I like being able to like dip out on the storm. I, I like uh, to see the craziness stuff. of it right now. It's fun. It's fun yeah, to like, watch. Like the highlights viewer. you can make with it. Like, yeah. It's nice to punish people with that thing. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It that is would be fun. cool, like a like a jetpack timer, where like it's just like it heats up or something, and like you can't yeah, use it for yeah. a second. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Well, Vape, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week, boss? Oh, well, you know, I appreciate it. You can find me on Twitch TV, uh, Twitch TV, Twitch TV slash Vape underscore Jesus, because I haven't gotten the OG Vape Jesus yet. And uh, <laughs> you know, Twitter on Twitter at realvapejesus.com. I mean, dot com. I real vape Jesus. Hey, you <laughs> better, you need to buy guy. that site right now. Go, go <laughs> buy it. Realvapejesus.com. Do it right now. You better do it right now. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening at. Stitcher now. Uh, and let us know, uh, you know, your complaints, what you like about the show, what you dislike. Send them over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Monster, why don't you tell everybody, as always, where they can find you throughout the week. Yep. As always, guys, at Monster D Face across all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, all that good stuff. M-O-N-S-T-E-R, capital D-F-A-C-E. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. You guys, you can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow myself, the number two, Loud TX. And then obviously you have Monster, Monster D Face, M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D-F-A-C-E. And then Vape Jesus real vape jesus make sure you guys you can follow him buddy thanks so much for hanging out with us thanks so much for being here with us best of luck you know i guess i guess i guess we got to end this you know this episode with you know go go riff raiders right go riff raiders yeah, go, go riff raiders, riff raiders for the yeah. absolutely right, guys i can't wait to see what you guys do as always and until next time guys dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales mm -hmm.